Friday, October 13th. Welcome to the Plus. Don't get murdered by anyone wearing a goalie mask today, and you should have a fine weekend set up for you. It's good to see you. Thank you for stopping on by once again. I think we got a little ugly coming up. A little ugly coming up on Sunday. Yeah, the 49ers are rolling into Cleveland with an awfully big, easy-to-see winning formula, but it's going to be a sloppy, muddy track, apparently, and... Look, that's a really good defense. Really good defenses are there to make football days harder and longer than they're supposed to be. I, I've known enough ugly, sloppy, Midwestern-based football games in my life to not assume that this is just going to be, everything points to it, kind of an easy blowout win for the 49ers because it's easy to see that, right? I mean, that's, it's easy to see how the 49ers could get away with murder in this one. But I just, football's never that easy. Football's never that easy. Do I think the 49ers win? Yeah, I do. I mean, if I were betting on this one, take the points, I don't know. It's, of course the 49ers could blow them out. The 49ers have every reason in the world to think that they can do this and do it impressively and loud. But look, what we got here is 13.6 points per game versus 15 points per game. And you can start measuring opponents and this, that, the other thing. And look, maybe this is the week that the Niners really do show us that they are in a class by themselves. But the Cleveland Browns are built to make football games ugly. So let's see it not get ugly before I assume on a day where it's supposed to be about 55 and raining throughout the entire morning and afternoon. Scattered showers, I believe it's officially called. Um, let's, see what it, let's see what it looks like. Let's see what it looks like. We got a couple, one in particular, Titanic matchup to talk about. But we all know that the 49ers are rolling into Cleveland with a formula that has just worked like gangbusters to this point. It's simple. Brock Purdy, give me 30, and then just have a defense that goes out there and punishes the opponent. And that could be on full display. If it is, I mean, 49ers are going to be really hard to beat playing like that. When you officially have the you know third-ranked defense in yardage, but number one in points and number one in takeaways and you know close to the top in QB pressures, for goodness sakes. Like, you are the best defense in football. I don't, I don't think the 49ers need to justify the fact that they got the best defense in the NFL right now. Cleveland Browns would be the first team to stand up and make an argument saying, well, maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe it's us. Let's see what you do against us because the 49ers offense has been the antidote for good defensive reputation so far. And if you don't believe me, ask Micah Parsons and the Dallas Cowboys. They found out last week, didn't they? They effed around and found out. So Browns are number one defense in yardage in the NFL. That's got to matter for something. And look, there's been a little bit made. I've, I've heard a few people bring up the fact that throughout their coaching careers, whether they be coordinators, head coaches, just you got a, a Jim Swartz defense presence on one side of the field and Kyle Shanahan's offense on the other side of the field, what you have in those eight matchups where that occurred at all levels of the coaching tree. Uh, Schwartz is seven and one. 
Now, so many things to that, that's definitely not a causation. That's more of a correlation thing than anything else. But there is something to be said for coach ownership. Here's what I think we can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt, even with all the moving parts that are where are you in the coaching tree? What team are you even on right now? What are we talking about? Here's what we got. We got one guy who historically makes it hard on the other guy. Uh, that, that's what a coaching matchup is. Wherever this guy is makes it hard on this guy over here. Like no matter the circumstances of this guy over here or this guy over here, this, these two guys rub each other the wrong way. So maybe the Browns got a little of that going with them, right? Again, I'm always, I'm a, I'm a big believer in respect that opponent until there's a reason not to. Um, I think you got to go in there knowing that Cleveland's got like nothing to lose. They're, they got PJ Walker as their starting quarterback, for goodness sakes. The, the, the Browns know that they're up against it in this one. And on a rainy day with a really good defense, that's when stupid shit happens all the time in football. So I guess the main fighting motto for the 49ers this weekend should be simply, don't let stupid shit happen. Tiger says, is it me or is there a little lag going on with the stream today? I So I think there is a little lag going on with the stream today. Luckily, I'm just powering through a show here for you on a Friday. Larry and I are going to be back together today uh, at uh, 1245 with a full-on 49er Browns preview. We're going to be talking to a Browns beat writer, and then Larry and I are just going to go take a few calls, I think. So hopefully we've got a, everything ironed out by then. But yeah, I'm seeing a little bit of a lag or delay, too. It's not just you, Tiger Tank. We'll get in and out fast today. I'll tell you that. We don't want any any less than optimal broadcast going on here. But I do see so many people here. Thank you very much for stopping on by. Got uh, Stacy Leo earlier today saying, Damon, anyone catch that swaggy blue sports coat on CBS this morning? Yeah, I did a little segment with Gianna. And uh, don't go outfit tracking me because I don't have enough outfits to be officially tracked and look good in that conversation for a very, very long time. So, um, Because I was up really early in the morning, this coffee has been on for a long time. We're really well past the sip of the day. But if you need an official one, that's as close as we're going to get right there. The sip of the day happened about 35 minutes before the show even started today. Nick Wagner brings up the fact that Browns quarterbacks are averaging 3.09 seconds to throw. That is the second lowest average in football. This could be a very good weekend for the 49ers defensive line. The Browns do not get that ball out very fast. You would think advantage 49ers right there. The Browns offensive line is going to have its hands full. And obviously, one particular 49ers offensive lineman is about to have his hands full. Luckily, he's got the right hands to have full. Um... If we could ever have a tackle versus defensive end conversation decide a football game, it feels like that could be this weekend. For the 49ers, you got Miles Garrett going bonkers on one side with Trent Williams, who is the immovable object on the other side. Best left tackle in football against the most pass Russian defensive end you're going to find in football. And he's a classic defensive end, meaning that we're going to get that matchup throughout basically the entire game because Garrett, unlike a guy like Micah Parsons, who lines up everywhere, 
Garrett is lining up over left tackle in the Browns defensive scheme pretty much all the time. They don't move him around a lot. So that is going to be a hell of a matchup. And the winner, uh, how about this? There's really no way the Browns win this game without Miles Garrett going bonkers. Trent Williams is the antidote to a guy like Miles Garrett going bonkers. All right? So uh, there is a an entire game within a game happening in that matchup alone, and the winner of that matchup probably wins this game. Join me on Sunday uh, at the 2 o'clock or 2 o'clock. Join me on Sunday at the two-minute warning. We're going to be up and at them and uh, going probably we're just at around like 115, 1.20 in the afternoon is when that should be happening if everything goes according to normal plan. Um, uh, that channel's up already. You can set your notify. Be there. Uh, two days ago, we had the biggest day in the history of the channel. It's been a great week for us here. I thank you all so much for your support and your viewership. It means a lot. Uh, the Brock Purdy uh, video that I put up this week is the first I have lost my 15,000 view virginity this week here on YouTube. So that felt really nice. Um, and it's just great to see so many people, uh, excited for what we're doing over here and JJ Raider who's over on Twitch. God bless you, JJ. I think you're the only one who watches over there. Damon and Larry bring out the best of each other. Always a blast when they're together. Thank you for feeling that way. We certainly agree, and we're going to be previewing 49ers and Browns at 1245. We're simulcasting, baby. So uh, you can watch it over here, over there. As long as you do watch it, that's all we really care about. Um, I want to thank my sponsors for sure, starting with my friend Ike of Ike Sandwiches. You will not find yourself a better sandwich anywhere, and you can find an Ike's just about everywhere. More opening by the week, nearly 100 locations, if not over 100 locations, for goodness sakes. My man Ike is growing because it's delicious. Get yourself a sandwich, something to suit all tastes, all dietary restrictions. He's got a little something for everyone. Uh, try a Damon Bruce if you don't mind me recommending myself. You will find me delicious when you put me in your mouth. Sign up for the rewards program. Start earning your free sandwiches over at Ike's. How about this for a little rewards program? Do you like money? then go ahead and sign up for the rewards program that is bottom line bets for goodness sakes. If you are signed up using promo code Damon, you get a free day of handicapping. You're probably going to want to use that this weekend. Lots of fun sports coming your way, but a free day of handicapping at bottomlinebets.com using promo code Damon. There's also daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions. And if you have signed up for those, you are rolling in it. Stefan is the most on-fire handicapper in North America. Find out for yourself. Bottomlinebets.com. Get a free day of handicapping by using promo code DAMON. Also, you can use the promo code DAMONBRUCE10 to save 10% off this very t-shirt and many more like it. Cool vintage t-shirts that you'll find only at Jack's. JacksSF.com is the website. The brick and mortars on Chestnut Street in the marina here in San Francisco. But if you can't make it there, give them an online visit where you use promo code DAMONBRUCE10 for 10% off. And again, I dare you to only buy one t-shirt. You're going to want five of them. You're going to want five of them. You're going to want to do everybody's Christmas shopping when you go to jacksf.com. 
Damon Bruce 10 to save 10% off. Thanks very much to my sponsors. We're going to have our friends Uncle Boys roll in as they sponsor the Big Herbs Good for Ball, Bad for Ball segment that we end each and every show with on a Friday. A couple of other things, though. I hate that the, the channel's a little laggy today. Thanks for sticking with the technical difficulty. I do appreciate that. Um, what was on full display last night is that the downfall of the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson is it's just amazing. It really is. And it's, it's long past denying happening. I mean, at some point, you got to throw out optimism and start evaluating this based on what you're seeing. And what I'm seeing it's just, it's one of the all-time that guy out of nowhere kind of fell off a cliff every time I look up. Russell Wilson had 95 passing yards last night. That's it. <coughs> Pardon me. 95 yards for Russell Wilson. Everything that Sean Payton was brought in to fix, he has not fixed. Um. The Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs since 2015. That's the year that Peyton Manning led Denver to the Super Bowl. It's been six head coaches and a couple of interim coaches ago. Uh, that, that's, that's a bad team. That's a bad team that looks poorly coached. That looks like they don't believe in the plan. It looks like the quarterback doesn't believe in the game plan. Russell Wilson is gun shy every, everywhere he goes. He looks gun shy all the time doesn't want to let it go, doesn't see the separation he needs to be comfortable with the throw, isn't comfortable himself with the protection that he's getting. That's a bad offensive line. That's a bad football team. And I don't know how it gets better on the Russell Wilson, Sean Payton watch. It certainly doesn't sound like it's going to get better with Jerry Judy. Ice up, son. Oh, Steve Smith Sr. Did you see that last night? Steve Smith Sr., torched Jerry Judy and then basically had to excuse himself from further discussing the segment because you could see he was like, he's like, I want to keep my job. The last thing we need are two young black men arguing with each other on TV. I heard the N-word. I'm not going to take the bait and I have to basically disengage so I don't lose my own job. Steve Smith Sr. exercising all sorts of maturity, but you could see how hot under the collar he was after Jerry Judy popped off. And then he basically buried Jerry Judy saying that this guy is the most average tier three receiver you're going to find. And then Jerry Judy has three catches for 14 yards. Ice up, son. Steve Smith Sr. is right about a lot of things. If you saw those videos, that was muy agresivo. Muy agresivo. Speaking of muy agresivo, look at this. We got uh, Old Dirty Hungus saying 15,000. Wow, hope they were gentle. Yeah, it was. It was fun to, fun, fun to lose that virginity. It really was. Damon, can I get a maximum football? You know what? Maximum. Yeah. On a Friday, we can absolutely do that for you. That Trent Williams-Miles Garrett matchup is going to be fun to watch. It is. It's going to be incredible to watch that. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch the game within the game, and I'm ready to watch the game outside of the game, and I'm ready to watch the game inside the game inside the game inside the matrix of the game. I'm ready, baby. Join me at the two-minute warning. Join me there at the two-minute warning. Uh, what do we got here? How about this? Shush, cashing in. Damon got my company to cater lunch. 
I'm learning uh, to host in November for Ike's with you. Introduce more San Diegans to Ike's. There you go. There you go. Little Ike's catering. You can get it done big time there as well. I love that. Support the sponsors. It's how you support the channel. It's how you support me. Again, thanks so much. I'm sorry I missed the actual proclamation, but the rumor of Rob C's generosity was being rung throughout the town. That is our chat room long after Rob C did it. So Rob C, again, thank you so very, very much for another C note in the super chat yesterday. I'm scanning, 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 scanning here just because we're not going to do much of a club plus today if we're if we're streaming. I got I got to reboot the system. I'm very sorry that uh, it's a little glitchy today. I don't like that. But as I was saying, the Denver Broncos are a little glitchy. I mean, I don't know how much longer you can hold on to that. The Russell Wilson contract includes a $37 million base salary in 2025, and that amount is currently guaranteed for injury. In other words, Russell Wilson snaps his femur, 2025 is guaranteed to him. It could come a time in the Broncos' schedule where they make the decision, we're going to eat about as much dead cap space as you're ever going to hear of in your life. We're going to walk away from Russell Wilson, gotten nothing for him, and one of the worst, most lopsided trades of all time. But we're going to get out of a bad quarterback now instead of pay him another $90 million to hang around for two more years. If you see Russell Wilson shut down at any point in time this year, that's the Broncos doing what the Raiders did with Derek Carr last year. When they're like, look, man, if he gets hurt in this game, his contract next year is fully guaranteed. Therefore, we're saying goodbye. We're shutting him down. If Russell Wilson's getting healthy scratches, he's done in Denver. That's going to be the plan. Uh, it's already been a $100 million mistake. It's been a disaster. That draft capital, I mean, they even threw Noah Fant into that deal. That was like th th three players and four draft picks and a contract extension for a guy who still had two years remaining on a contract like Denver got that wrong from every direction you can approach a deal from. They got it wrong with actual players traded, future compensation, contract extension. They got the whole thing wrong. It's a disaster. And by the way, Seattle's done so well with all of that booty back to them that you're looking at a very respectable Geno Hawks era up in Seattle. They're the Geno Hawks now. Broncos have already traded away Randy Gregory, who will make his 49er debut in Cleveland. They're about to let Frank Clark walk as well. I mean, that might be a player the 49ers want to look at, just another insurance policy. He's not having a good year, but who on the Denver Broncos is? That's one of the ultimate look good, feel good player, uh, look good, feel good, play good situations, and nobody looks good, feels good, or plays good in Denver. So, you know, that, there's a guy who caught the tail end of the Legion of Boom before going on and winning a couple Super Bowls with the Chiefs. It's not like he doesn't know how to be on a good team. He's been on a lot of them. Niners should absolutely think about it. Your weekly viewing schedule for the weekend, starting Friday night, right this evening, we got the Warriors playing their second preseason game tonight. Dun, dun, dun. And look, if you're going to give me a healthy LeBron, if he gets out there, because they're playing the Lakers, 
If you're going to give me Curry, Clay, and Chris Paul and LeBron James in a basketball game, whether it does or doesn't count, I'll watch a little bit of that. So, you know, you got me NBA preseason. Give me Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood Shafino. A couple of Hoosiers going at each other. Give it to me. Give it to me. Got the ALCS starting tonight. I think we're all out there rooting for the fighting Bochies. And if you want to take the other side of that series, you're rooting for the fighting Dusties. But it's hard to root for the for the Astros. We'll, we'll get to them in a second. College football. My alma mater is going to be skinned alive, hung upside down, flayed and beaten and burned. It's Indiana given th- getting 33 from Michigan and Ann Arbor. That's going to get ugly. Uh, Ohio State and Purdue, so at least Purdue will lose two. We have the la- the second to last. These two teams are in the top 10 and undefeated Pac-12 game we're probably ever going to get, right? We got uh, number eight, Oregon, at number seven, Washington. And then whoever wins that game, <coughs> excuse me, whoever wins that game, if USC can stay undefeated at Notre Dame, which is also this weekend, maybe the winner of Oregon-Washington faces USC with both of those teams in the top 10 and undefeated. But this is like the second to last time that's going to happen in the Pac-12. Good game. Oregon-Washington. Go Michael Penix Jr. Guys having a, a year that is the only year that is keeping everyone from saying, yeah, give Caleb Williams a second Heisman Trophy in a row. Penix has been great. He's got the kind of offense that is uh, a future NFL quarterback with future NFL wide receivers getting future NFL protection going up against Oregon. And Oregon's a monster right now. So that should be a very good game. It's Let's be totally honest. If we told you every weekend in the NFL was a great slate of games, would me telling you that this weekend's a great slate of games hold any value at all? No, it wouldn't. So I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, what do we got here? Uh, Damon, I'm a multi-time super chatter. Our school has YouTube blocked, so Twitch is clutch to hear the plus. Thank you very much, Crash SF Giants fan. A multi-time super chatter, if there ever was one. Thank you. But look, this is not a great weekend for the NFL. It's not. It's not. Let's be completely honest. Like, if I'm not here to lie about anything. I went to a Peter Gabriel it Gabriel concert. It wasn't great. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to just because I was there. It was great. I'm not that guy. Didn't love it. Um, this is not a great weekend for the NFL. I mean, look at it. Here are your your games with a lot of consequence on them. Are you ready? Lions at Buccaneers. That's the who else gets to stay in the might-be-good NFC conversation bowl going on, and it's Lions and Buccaneers. Cowboys and Chargers, that is the Monday night football game. That is your which one of these teams could fade faster bowl. Whoever loses that is going to be going in the wrong direction officially. Eagles and Jets, okay, that's a full wait and see. The Eagles are really going to have to have an offensively challenged afternoon to keep that score low enough for the Jets to hang around that game if they possibly could do that. Cardinals-Rams, all right, it's a division game. But the Cardinals, after being, well, interesting for a minute, are now, you know, they're one and four. Patriots-Raiders, yuck. I mean, you got the uh, apprentice and disciple thing going on there, but maybe it's a Bill Belichick 
to the Raiders audition game, but that feels weird. Bill Belichick needs that game. The heat is on him in, in New England. Seahawks and Bengals is good. Seahawks and Bengals is a good game. I'll give you that much. Um, there's a lot of just handle your business, just just handle your damn business football going on on Sunday. Really. And then Sunday night football is going to totally suck. Giants have ruled out Daniel Jones, and not that that would have prevented that game from sucking, but the fact that the Giants are in that game, that game sucks. Now you've got the Giants with Tyrod, or is it Tyrod Taylor? We still don't know after all these years. He's in a Giants uniform, taking on the team that wears Bills uniforms. He used to wear a Bills uniform, and that's how they're going to sell that one to you. Yuck. Not good. Yeah, I would agree here. Johnny Dunn, Damon, I got to say, Bengals, Seahawks, Bengals and the, the the Geno Hawks. That could be a slugging match. That's that that's a that's a game. That's a game. I'll tell you what, if Seattle wins that game, bad news, bad news Cincinnati and dude, the Seahawks are officially hanging around. Hanging around as a good team to worry about a little bit later on down the road. 49ers will play them twice this year, obviously. But in the meantime, man, in the meantime, it's not the best weekend of football I've ever seen. 49ers and Browns. Yeah, I know what could happen. I've already seen here in the chat someone who's like, look, no Deshaun Watson, no Nick Chubb, no chance at all. When you've got a defense that can just keep points off the board, you got a football team that's a problem. Until the 49ers offense blows through that defense in a way that we saw them do against Dallas, don't just assume that that's going to happen. Especially on a sloppy track, on an ugly day. They're not going to win unless Miles Garrett goes bonkers. And like I said, Trent Williams, is if he wins that matchup, the 49ers win the game. But that thing could never ever just count out a really good defense or do so at your own peril, I guess I would say. All right, I need a lozenge. I really do. I don't even think we're going to hop into Club Plus today. I think I'm just going to let you go on this Friday afternoon. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't mean to let anyone down if you had really big Club Plus ooh, ooh, plans today. But uh, if I'm going to do something with Larry, I got to get a little uh, lozenge here. I hope I didn't get any uh, anything at that Peter Gabriel show. I don't feel great today, but, you know, we play herd here on the Plus, especially with it growing. And again, I want to thank all of you for helping it grow. The most watched week in the history of the channel. Uh, I'm going to say that the Dallas Cowboys are officially good for business. I've never been a network before, but yeah, I would schedule as many Niners-Cowboys games as possible. It's too bad that Niners-Browns couldn't get flexed to Sunday night. That's that's one of the better games in the weekend, and it's supposed to be a kind of a blowout there too. Oh, Big Mac, I let you down. I needed some club plus. I'm sorry. Says I missed the Larry announcement. Oh yeah, Larry and I are going to be doing a, an official interview with a Cleveland Browns beat writer. So we're going to get into the Browns and we're going to give you your full-on 49ers Browns preview that you're going to need. And we're going to do it starting uh, in about an hour and 15 minutes, about 1245 this afternoon. So 
look, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. See what I did? I turned that around. But uh, I do have something coming up with Larry. I got to rest my voice for just a minute. A little lozenge, new pot of coffee, maybe. We won't be taking any more sip of the days over-unders. That's off the board. But thank you very much. Thank you so much for being just an incredible audience. You guys have been uh, supporting me big time. I feel it. Uh, my returning viewers, you guys consume the videos. I deeply, deeply thank you. It means so very much to me and my family. And on such a good note, I want to end today on uh, a, a segment that is obviously near and dear to our hearts here, celebrating our friend Michael Urban and keeping his memory alive. All, hey, oh, here, now here we go. Uncle Boys sponsors this, and he says, even come on through, through to the Union Street Ale House in San Francisco. We'll be in the kitchen cranking out burgers and fries for a soft opening. Tell the bartender you're a plucer. First beer is on Uncle Boys. Union Street Ale House. I love that place. Look at you getting in the kitchen over there. Good for Uncle Boys. We absolutely love it. So that's good for Ball right there. This Sunday. Fantastic. Fantastic, Uncle Boys. So Uncle Boys brings you big herbs, good for Ball, bad for Ball. Let's start with bad for Ball this weekend. Bad for Ball apparently is now winning a division in Major League Baseball. Because the Orioles, the Twins, the Braves, the Brewers, the Dodgers, everyone but the Astros is gone. If you are a division winner, and let's be honest, the Astros are their own thing right now. You know, you want to bang a garbage can, you can do so all you want. They got caught, but they're also getting caught in their seventh straight American League Championship Series. That doesn't happen if you're just banging trash cans. The Astros are putting together as good of a decade of baseball as any team has ever put together in a decade of baseball. They've been incredible. So um, they're in their seventh straight championship series. That's impressive. But basically around baseball, you win 100 games, you win a division, you're gone. We got Phillies and Diamondbacks for the National League. Go D-backs. I like, you know, here's the thing. I love that Philadelphia crowd and I love Philadelphia sports fans, but I also like my Philadelphia fans to be suffering just a little. I don't want them to be very happy. I don't think Michael Urban would have wanted them to be very happy. So, um, Phillies come far enough. Go Diamondbacks. What the hell? Let the Diamondbacks reach the World Series way ahead of schedule and then let them be beaten by Bruce Bochy, who is officially good for ball. My friends, Bruce Bochy's four wins away from a World Series appearance and eight wins away from a championship. Another championship. I am rooting for the Texas fighting Bochy's more than any other team that is remaining out there. There's no doubt about it. And look, I like Dusty Baker too, but Dusty's in a dugout I, I chose not to like. I just can't like the Astros. I respect the Astros with, a, with an asterisk. I, I sort of respect the Astros, um, but no. Can't root for them when it's Bruce Bochy in the other dugout. Bruce Bochy, good for ball. By the way, Astros, Rangers meeting in the postseason for the first time ever in the battle for Texas. So, you know, the American League Championship Series also starts tonight. So there's something else for you to put on. Thank you so much for putting on the plus. Thank you so much to Uncle Boys for 
continuing to find a way to stay a part of this channel. One of our original sponsors still sticking around, bringing you the Michael Urban Good for Ball, Bad for Ball segment. Go out and support them this Sunday at the Union Street Ale House. They're running the kitchen. That's great. Thank you so much to our friends at BottomLineBets.com. Get a free day of handicapping by signing up with promo code DAMON. Go to MyBookie.ag. You can use promo code DAMON over there. Matching deposits as you sign up. Do a little gambling over there. Go to JaxSF.com. DamonBruce10 is your promo code there. I mean, we are making your life less expensive. That's good value for something that's free to begin with. Thank you very, very much. What did I do? Did the ALCS starts on Sunday? Not today? Okay, well, it's coming. <laughs> Sorry. That was bad for Ball, making a mistake at the end of the show. But, you know, it happens. If there's one thing we all know around here, the host, he ain't perfect. Thank you very much for tuning in, and please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it.